Hello and welcome to the Duchess and the Baron. I'm the Baron. And I'm the Duchess. Um, we are on the same mic, myself and the Duchess. And then we have my brothers in here and my dad. Um, our special guests, our first guests on the ever. podcast. Ever. You're going to have to come closer. There you go. Um, we're, we're too cheap to have four mics um, and four headsets. Usually, you would have been COVID was the, the excuse before because you couldn't have been here, but now we have to get really close. This is probably the closest we've been in months, you and I. This is our intimacy. Lucky duck. Um, <laughs> so, and my brothers, we're not obviously going to use the, the real names like ours. Um, what would you like to be called? My dad's already chosen his, which is... My dad doesn't have a mic, so um, you said Lady Lady Chatterley's lover. lover. Okay. Okay. What does that mean? I don't know. We'll say, but uh, it's a book. It's a book. Okay. D H Lawrence. D H L Lawrence. (laughs) The the logistics uh, company. That's what it's named after. <laughs> okay, so we've got Lady Chat- Chattersley. Chattersley. Can we call you Lady C? Oh. <laughs> Sounds like something from Moulin Rouge. All right, so we've got Lady C. And you, who I'm looking at now, so I don't reveal your real name, What's what are you thinking? Squire. I thought, you, I thought in the pre-show you said no. <laughs> I can't think of another one. <laughs> okay, Squire. Okay, Squire. Squire. And, and you, who I'm now looking at? The Duke. <laughs> okay, I guess. I guess, yeah, I guess. That is weird, though, because that would because the Duchess and the Baron, we talk about this every single time. Where did this bloody fly come from? As soon as I bring out the red wine, I'm going to... This, this fly will end up in here. It always does. And you just say, it's protein. <laughs> um, I hope it ends in your wine. What was I going to say? So the Duchess and the Baron, well, the Duchess should be with the Duke, but phonetically it doesn't ring to have the Duchess and the Baron, so basically you're saying you're, you're with my wife. The Duchess had got an upgrade, yes. <laughs> you could be the Earl of Leicester. The Earl? Do you want to be the Earl? Oh, yeah. The Earl. Okay, so we've got Squire, not the Squire, just Squire. <laughs> the Earl. Lady Chan- Chantas. C. Lady C. No, wait, wait. So, so what was the C for again? Chattersley. Chattersley. Even I don't know that word. Okay, so we have a um, we have a packed studio. <laughs> um, we have three of us on red and two of us on white. Go Reds. Yes. Okay. Should we get into it then? Yeah. So this is your first. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Doing it on one mic. This is your first time listening. Uh, you can follow us at Dutch and Baron on Instagram. What were you going to say? I was just going to say, if this is your first time listening, we're a married couple, the Duchess and the Baron. The Baron's British, the Duchess is American, and we live in the U.S. But the Duchess is very, I don't know, the Royals, I guess, is one of my passions. So this is just... What are your other passions? <laughs> So this is something fun that we get to do together for date night. And um, 
I think this will be a very jokey, jokey episode. I don't know. If there's one that you want to skip, it might be this one. It might not be. It depends how the sound quality is going to be. Um, but also, it's the Duchess's 30th birthday tomorrow. She is a coming of age, formerly an adult. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Who is twenty-seven? <laughs> All right, that's the episode. We'll see you next week. Um, so this is episode thirteen. Yes, we skipped last week. We were on vacation or holiday, so we skipped last week, and we're back this week with guests. That's right. Which we, yeah, yeah, which we talked about. So um, if, if you if you have listened to. Any episode or the last episode, you probably know what we're going to talk about. Um, but firstly, um, Squire, <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what, and where did you study? Liverpool, the okay. Kingdom of Liverpool. Squire, I'm going to be honest. Like, if, if you lift the mic like that, it it comes straight through there. It sounds horrible. So you you just have to bend down and talk into it, not not touch the actual tripod. <laughs> I'll move it. I'll move it back. Yeah, that sounds horrible. That listeners are going to hate that. It's like uh, Can you cut that nails on a chalkboard. That's better. Um, you get so sorry, uh, Chechen University and uh, Liverpool. Yeah, degree. Liverpool, uh, John Moores. <laughs> you're going to you're gonna have to be specific. You're going to have to be No, that's U- fine. University of Liverpool, the only university in Liverpool, not to be confused with primary school across the roads. Um. Yeah, so studied international politics and policy. Okay, so um, if anybody does, knows New University Challenge, it'll be Squire, University of Liverpool. <laughs> okay, um, Earl, the Earl, is that what we went for? So wait, so you, what you said, international? Politics. International politics. The Earl, care to introduce yourself and uh, university and uh, degree? Earl, University of Leicester. Own university in Leicester and international relations. Okay. So the brothers just copied each other. Sure, go on. (laughs) We're not going to cut it, but you can do it again. We're going to do it with Lady C. Lady C, what's yours? We we, we might catch it on the audio. If not, I'll repeat it. Um, I studied at Leeds University. Leeds University from Lady Chantelet. Environmental studies. Wait, wait, what was the last part? <laughs> BA honours degree. BA honours for your degree. And then there was a little uh, pen stamp at the end to, <laughs> to end it off a little bump. Um, okay. <laughs> so we had the two brothers, uh, one copied uh, the other in, in terms of the degree. And they're now politicians. Um I, I thought I'd get a laugh at that one. Um, all right, so it, it does stem into this episode that we are going to talk about international relations with the royal family, so that's why we've brought our uh, experts. <laughs> experts in. <laughs> I can't even not laugh about that one. Um, wait, the, De Montfort, isn't that the other Leicester school? University? It's not a university, no. De Montfort actually sounds more prestigious. Sounds French. And we we graduate from De Montfort Hall at the University of Leicester, but it does sound French, right? But the, yeah, De Montfort. I think it stems from. It sounds it sounds like 
Wait. I've got the mind mapping. So uh, in French, uh, mon fort, um, uh, we said a, a mountain fort. Can we fact check that, Dad? Lady C. Let's let's see what mont fort is. The the mountain fort, Lady C. But Squire, didn't your your Lady C, your dad go to De Montfort? My own Lady C went to the mountain fort in Leicester. Yeah. And whilst it was Leicester Polytechnic. Even worse than it is now. Um, uh, Duchess. Um, so, in the UK, we have usually, if it's a decent-sized city, town, two universities. One um, in in the rankings lesser than the other, which always creates a rivalry, um, uh, like varsity. Um, but do you te- do you have that within the states? Yes. Well, ASU is better than U of A. But they're not in the same city. They're in the same state. They're in the same state. Yeah, but uh, Arizona's is the size of um, USSR. You do relative, relative, right? I guess. Yeah, that works. That works. Yeah, but it's not. I mean, U of A rankings. What's from edu- academics? Is ASU actually that good? Yes. I thought it was just a party college. That is an addition to its exemplary <laughs> academic program. That should be our sponsor today, ASU. Yeah. There we go. Sparky. Sparky. And, uh, and uh, <laughs> Well, I, you know what? I think uh, we'll have... Uh, a button. I, I, well, do we have a button? Do we have a button, Squire? What do you think this is? The Joe Rogan show? <laughs> um, Certainly not. So... This is uh, ASU's Sparky's mascots. Arizona uh, State University. S- intro for when they come on the field. And, and we'll probably end uh, with this. I've just realized that you can't hear this yet, um, but it sounds fucking sweet through here. Wait, 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 one second. Okay. Yeah, if that does not get you pumped. Funnily enough. Newcastle University didn't use this one for when they played uh, the Poly or Northumbria. They did this one. Can you hear this through this? Which is better, Thunderstruck or Back in Black? Thunderstruck. Thunderstruck. Lady C. Thunderstruck. Unanimous. You mean anonymous? Unanimous. Oh, I'm just messing with oh. you. I was just going to see if you fell for it. <laughs> I would have to say Thunderstruck is probably better. But Back in Black isn't, gr- isn't too bad as well. Um, all right, Lady C, any news on the De Montfort debate? Yes, well, Simon De Montfort. Um, Simon? Did you say Simon or Simon? Simon. <laughs> Okay, so it's Simon de Montfort.
Okay, so not, I'm not saying how much he's getting through the audio, but French origin came from William the Conqueror. Yeah, um, as, as they progressed down through history, especially through the Tudor times, the Earl of Leicester was a very powerful man. Okay, yeah. Earl of Leicester, powerful man. In the Tudor times. In the yeah, Tudorian. Yeah, he referred to him as a disruptor. <laughs> disruptor. But, but what Go about... Back to me if you need any more No, no, yeah, I did. I was asked the, the original question. Montfort, what does it mean in French? Oh, oh, <laughs> 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 right, Lady Chantelet. Uh, um, it's not Chantelet. <laughs> what, what was it? Chantelet? It's not Chantelet. That's a, that's a cream. That's a cream, yeah. Chantelet. Chattersley. Chattersley. Chat. Chattersley. <laughs> Lady French so, cream. So Jeez. <laughs> All right. Okay. So um, <laughs> the episode for today, we're doing royal cocktails. Um, we're bringing back royal cocktails, but with getting the squire, it from our guests, the Earl and Lady C. Um, and I'll, I'll I'll just tell you what Lady C's answer is because we. We we have a two more USB mics, but the USB doesn't go into the the road master. It has to be um one of those uh, plugs. Cool story. All right, okay, come on, come on. All right, okay. Yeah, so we're gonna start off with the royal cocktails. Um, so we have three, and each four. guest we have four, but for the three, each guest is gonna take one, and then there's a fourth that they're all going to take. Um. I don't know who's going first. How do we determine that? Left, right. We say take. Is that what we making them and then having them? Wait, what? We, we're taking a cocktail, so we're making them and then having them. Oh yeah. no! Oh, it's a fair question. Yeah, we should. We have some <coughs> drink. I thought that was what the. Oh, we've got this. We've got this. We can have this. No, we don't. We don't have all that special crap like um, scent of a. Depends what cocktail you give them. Okay. Okay. Off you got in. But no, we're not going to so make it. We don't have to. We're starting off with the squire. Yeah. Okay, so you get to choose which royal that you'd like to give a cocktail to. Okay, so it's between King Charles, Prince William, or Prince Harry. Not the last one that you've got? Really? No, nope, they're all doing the last okay. one. I go with Prince Harry. Okay, what would you give? What would you give? Duke. What would your royal cocktail be? Bit of a party boy back in the day, uh, as we know from his... Bit of a Nazi. <laughs> Bit of a Nazi. <laughs> Some avant-garde fancy dress costumes. So, uh... Blamed William for that, though. Probably a, a Jägerbomb. No, 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 no. no. Or, or a, 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 a nice Bavarian... <laughs> this is the squire's answer. Sorry, I was on a tangent with the, the Nazi joke. Uh, I needed to end it. Okay. Just like the British ended the Nazis... <laughs> Sorry, Squire. <laughs> Thanks. All my material's gone now. <laughs> but it was to do with the Nazis. But party boy, university in Liverpool. What did we drink? Four shots of Blue VK. You have Blue VK, WKD? Yeah. Topped up with vodka. All right, we're back after a, a bad joke that I made. Um, squire, <laughs> what is your... You, you said uh, Prince Harry... What's your drink for him? Your cocktail? It's a quad vod topped up with Blue VK. A what? A quad vod topped quad up oh. with Blue VK. That's what I was saying, yeah. Quad vod? 
What is that? It's four shots of vodka, quad, rod. And then with blue... V- Mixed with blue VK. Oh, I thought you were saying you did blue VK and and then a little bit of vodka. But no, it's actually no. That's four, what I it's, thought. It's a quad vod. Four shots of vodka? Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a bar in Liverpool where you can get that. Yeah. You, can, you get served two, it's cash only. Of course. And then you have to leave. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm serious. Because it is illegal. You wait, wait, what's... Wait, it's... <laughs> Illegal? Yeah, no, you can't. You can't serve that. That's too much alcohol for one, one punter. Four shots of vodka. It's. Uh, I mean, Duchess. I believe that, but I thought British men were uh, law-abiding. Oh, I, I thought you were going to say pussies or something. Like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So we used to do in Newcastle. There's a bar. Uh, was a bar called Sinners, and they used to do. Uh, you do a double, right? Double is really kind of the only... Could you know? Maybe you could get trebles. I imagine hearing trebles... Yeah, maybe you did trebles for a pound. Um, trebles for a pound? It was something... Yeah, I mean, this is going back to 2008, so... Not that long ago. Um, <laughs> I remember in Sheffield, I don't know if you ever heard this story, there was a bar that got shut down for a little bit because they were serving the vodka... That was so bad that some of their uh, patrons, um, the n- the next day, were blinded. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lady C uh, has said that she remembers that as well. Remember? Lady C's lover. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lady C's love. <laughs> I thought you were like uh, Lily. Uh, Lily Savage. Like Lily Savage. I thought you were playing like a Lily Savage character. You're not transitioning. <laughs> okay, so Lady C's lover. Okay, Lady C's lover. We're gonna. All right. Well, that makes more sense now. Um, but yeah, rem- you remember hearing about that? The the, the the vodka was so bad that it actually blinded some of the the customers. I feel a, a, a quad vod. Quad vod. Quad vod. Get two. Because it's, <laughs> so it's eight Slater's. shots of vodka. Yeah, so it's Slater's bar. You get one there, and then the next. Do we do we need store. to beep out the, the the bar since it's illegal? Are they still around? Oh, everybody knows. Everybody <laughs> well, now they do. <laughs> no, trust me, trust me, trust me. It's a thing. And then faculty next door. They're owned by the same people, so it's like, oh, you have one there, then you go next door, and then you have the other one. So eight, wait, eight shot? No, sixteen shots of vodka. No, 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 one in each. So ah. Eight. Oh, so you can only have one. Well, you, you can probably have more, but there's no reason. I feel, you know, the Family Guy uh, episode where he's in Costco and he's trying to get samples and he puts on, like, uh, the the glasses with the, the nose and the moustache. Ah, hello, I'm here again. <laughs> I feel that's, that's what you do. Just put on a, a disguise or a hat. I'm here for the quad vod. I hear it's sensational. <laughs> <laughs> so, Prince Harry quad vod. Okay. I okay. like that. was really good. That was good. That was better than whatever we gave him many minutes ago. Actually, I don't think we've done him. Anyways. I, I nearly had a very good um, German drink. No, that's a joke. Anyways. You can't leave us there. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Do it. Okay, so for the Earl. <laughs> the Earl. Would you like... It was called the Heil. <laughs> <laughs> and it was uh, a Bavarian beer topped off with a Jägerbomb. Okay, 
So now the Earl. You can get it at Slater's. <laughs> <laughs> you can only get one. But then go to faculty and you can get another one. Uh, code for 20% off is Prince Harry. <laughs> Sorry. Proceed. <laughs> Okay, so for the next, the Earl, would you like King Charles or Prince William to give a royal cocktail? I'll go for Prince William. Unless you have some more hilarious uh, <laughs> German 1940s jokes about Prince Harry that you want to make him a cocktail. We are going to be, yeah. It's, it's, it's a a distinct lack of Nazi jokes on my part, so. Okay. I, I watched. Um, Seven Private Ryan on the plane back from our vacation are parts of it depressing <laughs> and churlish. Um, Prince William, here we go. He would be a something like a woo woo, where it is a cocktail, it's fairly dull in the grand scheme of things, but it's reliable. And it's what's in a woo woo? Woo who? Woo woo. Woo woo. Two it would be a uh, a shot of vodka, a shot of archers, cranberry juice, and uh, topped off with a bit of lime juice. I mean, that's 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 relatively fancy. It's fine. Well, you worked at a bar. At, I did. At university. Yes. Yeah, I used to work at a cocktail bar, and it was it was fine. No one no one ever dislikes a woo woo, but in the grand scheme of what you could have, there's much more exciting things. But then for a royal, you probably don't really want something who's too exciting. What would you do for Prince Andrew? I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so so Lady C... Lady's lover. Oh, Lady C's lover. Um, you, you've been left with King Charles. <laughs> it's, it's King now. King Charles. There's a Kia Royal cocktail, yeah. Yes. Uh, is this for King Charles? King well, the, the rub is it's a popular French drink, which is done with burgundy white wine and cremes, creme cassis. Really? Yes, creme cassis, yeah. Which, I suppose, as a German, your King Charles isn't going to go for that, is it? You're, I mean, we fought 400 years against the French, and then we dragged them out, pulled them up by the boots, First and Second World Wars. So I can't see King Charles going for a Kia Royale. I think he's more, given that he's, he was Duchy of Cornwall, I think he'd have a big dollop of clotted cream. <laughs> clotted cream. And just to pacify the, the rest of the UK nations, he'd have... Um, Guinness. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's, that's, that's clotted cream mixed with Guinness, touch of whiskey, uh, all finished off with um, a daffodil at the top. <laughs> what, what do you call this? United Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> or, or cardiac arrest. Spirit of the United Kingdom, perhaps. And, and how much does that go for at Slater's? One ninety nine. It's, it's 
only 642 calories. <laughs> <laughs> you take out the cream, it's 600. Brilliant. You happy with that? Um, do we need to take a pause for a drink break already? It's, there's a few empty glasses. I'm all right. I guess, I guess we I mean, do we have... <laughs> Lady sees lovers once the United Kingdom. I don't think we have clotted cream on hand ever. Yeah, we'll put a slab of butter in there. Um, how much wine's left in this one? Oh, that's a that's a decent amount. Uh, Lady C, it's lover. Okay. Um, Duchess, you have a, a, a no, no. Yeah, yeah I, I saw the last one. You have a. There was oh a, my goodness! There was a, a. Yes, the best one. Okay. The mystery box. Yes, yes, um, yeah. So this one is, who do you think it'll be? Let's let's. There's one more cocktail you have to get, but all of you. Who do you think it'll be? Quite scandalous. I was about to say it depends how controversial it'll be. Um, Meghan Markle. Yes. Okay. So, Squire. Wait, wait, wait. Who do you think is more scandalous, Prince Andrew or Meghan Markle? On the scandalous radar. Ra- um, radar? Not radar. I, I'm, I'm not sure that's really a question in the sense if we look at what... I mean, Meghan Markle is clearly... <laughs> <laughs> For the record, I would say Prince Andrew, but he's maybe that's news, just he's me. He's not in the news anymore. I think they're on the news for very different reasons. That's Donald Trump. No, Andrew did it. Did it? Which one? Oh, I can't remember it then. I'm going to Google it because I'm a scatman. Okay, so apparently Prince Andrew used to go out with Bonsa, so maybe that. Was this before or after Fergie? Before. So it's before Fergie. Well, news coming up. Okay, Squire, what cocktail would you give Megan? Wait, wait, before you do that, I've just, um, I've just found this gem, and I think we need to add this as, as a, a button on this. Um, but every time we have the, the, the scandalous, not Raider, what is it, like a ranking or something? What would you say? Scandalous leaderboard or something like that. Do you remember this? So, so, so scandalous. <laughs> Prince Andrew! <laughs> that was Mystique. Back from 2001, maybe? What was her name? Alicia Dixon. Alicia Dixon. Had you heard that in the US before? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did did you find out what who Prince Andrew's oh, post? Did, yes. What's her name? <laughs> All right, Prince Andrew <laughs> had a, a relationship with a porn star, apparently. Okay. <laughs> oh, what, whilst he was young and single, yes, he had certain dalliances with many a young girl, and one in particular. Emphasis on the, the young dalliance, and uh, one particular dalliance was with Kustak, uh, which. Real name, Kustak, yes. Real name. Who names the daughter Kustak unless they're going to be a porn star? 
So imagine that baptism there. So Kustad <laughs> had a a brief relationship. I think there was something about a train journey as well. But I'll have to Google. <laughs> That's a, that might be a dream I had, but I might have to Google that. But yes, there was a dalliance with Kustad who won a legal case against the Daily Mail who labelled her, and let me put this, look, who wrong, wrongly referred to her as a porn star. She was never a star. <laughs> do, you have a, do you have a picture of her? Well, well, maybe one in a maybe one in a prime, and then we'll 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 we'll, um, we'll post it on the Instagram <laughs> with clothes. All right, well, ladies, see, love it. Like, have a look for that picture so we can see it, and we'll come okay. back to it. Oh, Meghan Markle, uh, cocktail. Go with a birthday teeny. What's that? Birthday teeny. It's like one of them birthday cake cocktails. Oh. You know, I don't know what's in it. Yeah. Like a star something. Yeah. Star fucker or something they're called. Trash. You know, waste of time. <laughs> Just trash. Waste Just trash. <laughs> it's, it's not, you know, it's, it's all presentation. It's superficial. American trash. I didn't say it. You said that. You said that. I didn't say that. <laughs> So you, you go to Slayton's, I'll, I'll have a I'll have a Markle. <laughs> All the trash. <laughs> pure pure four. Blo- wait, wait, what was your what was your original one? Four vod, four vod, quad vod. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, like a birthday cocktail. Hundreds of thousands. Hundred. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I do. I know what you mean. Um. Deal. Mega Markle. What's your Markle? Espresso Martini. Is Markle German? It's a German name, She's right? Half white. She has her father's last name. You are thinking of Merkel, weren't you? It's not and it's not Merkel as in Angela Merkel. Yeah, but people change their names when they come up to the states. Like their their family name apparently used to have an MC in front of it. McMarkle. So the people probably Irish then. No, no, I think it, I think they're lying anyway. But the. But no, you know what I mean? You changed letters, you uploaded, so maybe it was, she. maybe she's German. And Harry obviously has an affinity for German paraphernalia. So, so it was an espresso martini? Yeah, because I'm not sure there's a more divisive or controversial cocktail. Half, half people love them, half people can't really stand them. Which, oh, I was, I was interested you know, to see where you were going to go with that. Maybe a little bit... Uh, Huh? Wait, what did you say? What just you, what did you say? Come closer to the mic. It's like come closer to the light. Lady C's watching porn. <laughs> <laughs> what was the name? Lady uh Coots Cooter? Coot Chatterley. No, 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 the, the porn star that the Cutter Stark. The Cutter Stark. <laughs> <laughs> Prince Andrew famously dated the cutter star. <laughs> <laughs> Before it burnt down, obviously. Is that a, 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 a metaphor for her career? <laughs> Certainly for his. 
Korea is an interesting word for him. <laughs> um, all right, Lady C. <laughs> God's sake. Lady C, do you have a drink? Uh, Lady C's lover, do you have a, um, a cocktail for Meghan Markle? Oh, we're doing Meghan Markle. I'm, I was still on Prince Andrew. We, we who, never did who, Prince Andrew. Who, who, who is known as the Duke of Azad, apparently. <laughs> oh, Meghan Markle. Okay, right then. Um, I, I, I thought we were still on... Duke of Hazard, but um, I, I was deep into my research there. So <laughs> Would you like us to come back to? <laughs> we, we, we're still waiting to see a picture of her. I can give you the name of the film. <laughs> <laughs> it was um, titles is a romance movie, but. It's the awakening. If anyone wants to have a look at that, just that on um, YouTube, the awakening. We'll, we'll put the link in the podcast description. No, Prince Andrew's not in that. It's about a, a young, uh, young girl that comes back from uh, finishing school in Switzerland. This is in the Crown. It's actually mentioned in the Crown. Now that I think, remember, because he, it's like it's the episode where they do "Who's your favorite child." And she's like, actually, I'm dating this American actress. Um, she was in a, a, anything that I'd have seen her in. Um, well, actually, it's, it's, it's a little bit more of a cutting-edge thing. Stay waiting. Stay waiting. <laughs> yeah, <coming> yes. <laughs> that's it. That's full circle. 17-year-old. She wants to be everyone's trying to seduce her. Yeah. Well, there you go. I don't know if it's porn, Dad, but... Uh, no, it was referred to as soft porn. Soft porn. Okay, well, fair enough. I'll let you know when I see the film. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, coming back to Meghan Markle drink, the, the Awakening, what's in it? The Awakening? That's, that's the film with Cousteau. No, no, that, that, that's that the cocktail name. What, what would you put in the oh, Meghan oh, Markle? Yeah, we, we call it Meghan Markle's cocktail, The Awakening. Yeah, I'll go with that. Uh, the Awakening, well, it's got to have two egg yolks in, hasn't it? If, because it's after the night before. So, and we're heir of the dog. Newcastle Brown. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think you have to go for Newcastle Brown. Two eggs, two egg yolks, Newcastle Brown, and um, I think a stiff brandy. Duchess, do you know what a Newcastle Brown is? Search it. it I think it, I see. It's not rude. It's not racist or anything. It is a beer. I th- I've seen. I think I've seen the bottle. Yeah. Yeah. It's a famous book. Uh, I've never drank. Newcastle yeah. United used to be sponsored by them back in like 96, 97, something. Yeah, it's called the Awakening. Are you happy, Duchess, with these cocktails? Uh, I think, do we, do we have a winner for the Markle drink? They're all pretty good, I think. No, I, like and the <laughs> I might have to go with the, the two eggs, Newcastle Brown, and a brandy. Both of Lady C's lovers were. Uh, very uh, creative. You get no complaints from me. That, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much is coming through on the mic from that, but that was good. Um, Jesus, we, how much have we been doing? This one's, this cuts, we're probably about 30, 40 minutes in. Jeez, we ain't going to 
the actual thick of the content. We might run out of wine long, first. Long um, all right, what are we talking about? Dane oh, Dane history. Wait, are we doing this? Because this is usually good. I, I, let's let's get that stuff. I do want to do Dane history, but I, I want you to round up with the topics because I'm just boring. Okay. Should I do royal events? Let's do that because then I'll get a top you, up. And well, I can, you need I can a top relax. up. Okay. Well. All right. So we're, we're back and we found out um, just before the Duchess does uh, the, the royal events of the week, we found out what um, Montfort means in French. Mont means mount, fort means fort. (laughs) Fort on the hill. I think the the Baron gets points for that one. Duchess? Baron gets points? The Montfort. We we were talking about it for about ten minutes. We, like most of the listeners, had probably switched off at that stage. Fort on a hill. That was an easy one. Yeah, I think you got it. I think you got it right. Yeah. What was uh, is it Countdown? What's her name that does the uh Rachel Rachel Riley. Not Rachel. She does the numbers. Oh, oh. oh Susie Dent. Susie Dent. Susie Dent. Dictionary Corner. I I, I feel you you're playing a very good Susie Dent dictionary corner right now. Yeah. I am actually, yes, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Duchess, are you ready? Yeah, so now I'm going to do the Royal Events of the Week, and it'll probably just be me, the guests, and everyone's going to take a little cocktail break. We actually do have quite a few events this last week, especially since we were out of town. Um, so the first one, so last week, last Wednesday, March 29th, King Charles and the Queen Consort did their first overseas visit to Germany. It was a three-day visit. It's very topical right now, so we've been talking a lot about Germany. What can you tell us, Baron? Well, we've had a few cocktails. I wonder if they had them. They pro- well, they they did. They did. Um, there is a picture of the king with drinking beer. The Heil. Anyways, <laughs> so yes, so they arrived in um, Berlin, and they were with the French president and first lady. And then they went to a state banquet that night where the um, queen consort wore a beautiful tiara and a beautiful dress. Um, And then the last day for their third day, they also went to Hamburg and did some events there. And then next. um, You you, you were showing a picture to me just then. What was was that? Can you describe that? Which picture? This one, the unveiling of the picture. No, they were unveiling a... Probably. So this, this is at the one. state banquet. So it's the Duke of Edinburgh. Yes. And Prince Charles. Yes. Any more information on that? <laughs> Why are the Germans giving him that picture? That's fine if you don't know. It's, just, it's interesting. Would you like to read the caption of it? Yeah, on the next day, the king was welcomed by Chancellor Olaf Scholz at the German Chancellery before visiting Farmer's Market in Wittenbergplatz. Um, with outgoing Berlin mayor, and so, oh, no, that, that's the wrong. One. Okay, uh, oh, okay. So, at the end of their speeches, the king and the president proposed toasts with the president unveiling a photograph of the king as a child with his late father, Prince Philip. What a beautiful moment. Yes. Do you want to know more about this trip, or I can go to oh, the next yeah, yeah. one? Yeah. No, 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 yeah, go on to the next one. 
Should we keep scrolling through the photos? Well, I had a jolly good time. Well, I mean, nobody else can see these photos because so, it was a podcast. But uh, all right, well, what else happened? Okay, so yes. Um, so maybe the next episode we'll go into more details of what they did. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, they changed the last name, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. Lady, lady, lady see, uh, sees lover said <laughs> um, the the Windsors used to be Sax Coburg. Sax Coburg. Sax Coburg. Hyphenated. German origin. Yeah, German origin. Yeah. Changed during the First World War due to fairly understandable anti German sentiment. Like an away kit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a really, yeah, that's a really good metaphor. Simile or metaphor? Simile. Similarly, I, don't, I didn't do international politics. So I want no. No, that's that's. I think that's primary school English similes and metaphors, right? De Montford. Duchess, you're, you're going to hate this episode, aren't you? I can tell you, like. Well, so I'd love to know our guests' thoughts. So they were supposed to originally go to France and then Germany for their first overseas visit. But uh, the France trip got French postponed because uh, they had a protest for the raising the age to basically retire to get their pension. So the French thought it was too dangerous for them to go. If, in, in, in fairness, any student of, sort of 18th, 19th century history would know that when there's French protests going on, it's a pretty dangerous time to be a royal, so... Probably a good decision. Well, we were talking about because they were supposed to go to Versailles, and previously there was a group that brought bread. Remember, we talked about this in our last epi- episode. Yeah, you thought somebody had been decapitated by a bread. <laughs> I roll. did not think they were decapitated. I thought it was a little bit more violent, but they kind I mean, of that's a painful death. Stale bread. You didn't die. But they changed policy and stuff. Yeah, and it's interesting. We do have many 18th and 19th century students of history, uh, especially of the French. A truly fascinating time in European history, so I would highly, (laughs) highly recommend it. Lots of blood, lots of guts, lots of fighting, so all the good bits of history. A little bit like Kustark. So much so. All right, so, so say that again, uh, Lady C's lover. Well, we were talking about the uprisings in France, and it, so much so that Charles Dickens, a Victorian author, documented the uprisings in France, and um, in his book, A Tale of Two Cities, it was the best of times, it was the worst of times. Need I say more? Read the book. <laughs> You can find that book on Amazon and we'll put it in the link with the uh, affiliates. So we will get monies if you buy it. It's a good read, by the way. <laughs> Duchess, do you feel like this stole has been shown, stolen from you? <laughs> All right, come on. All right, let's get to the... Okay. Uh, Should I continue? Yeah. Okay, so um, do our guests know anything about the Queen's Green Canopy? I'm going to make it more interactive now. Do you know anything about the Queen's Green Canopy? Something to do with trees. Yes. Um, the Commonwealth mm-hmm. nations, mm-hmm. I believe. Planting yeah. 
So many trees. Yep, planting yeah. trees. So for the Queen Elizabeth II's Platinum Jubilee, they started this initiative for the Queen's Green Canopy, and um, Prince William and King Charles marked the end of it a few days ago by planting an Acer tree, I think that's how you say, at San... Yeah, at Sandringham House, and um, it was one of over three million that have been planted in this initiative. And now and they, it's and they've planted one. They, they, <laughs> the royal family planted one tree. Well, there is also an image of Charles and his mother planting a tree, so that's at least two. Wow. See, yeah. look at that! Look at that nice! Look at that nice photo! That nice and 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 if you go the other way, you can see Prince William. Do you know those trees actually become laptops when they're chopped down? <laughs> okay. We need to sack it. <laughs> the Baron's showing his true personality in this good. episode. Was good. It was until you you laughed the loudest at it, <laughs> as usual. <laughs> okay. Next event. Okay. What do our guests know about the Duchess of Edinburgh? I hope I'm saying that right. Do you know who the Duchess of Edinburgh is? Would it be? She uh, just got Sophie because yes, Prince uh, Prince Edward has just been given the title of Duke of Edinburgh. Yes, look. You listened to our last episode. <laughs> I read the news. Yeah. <laughs> it was in the last few weeks. So Sophie, I think, has become yeah, just one of my personal favorites. Um, but she opened the UK's first dedicated veterans orthopedic centre. Um, and basically what this center will provide is specialist treatment spaces alongside a dedicated hub where military charities will provide support to veteran patients from their family and friends with issues that range from homelessness, finance, debt management, welfare, and PTSD, which in the U.S., we care a lot about our veterans. So, yeah, so I think, I think this is a really, especially since this is the first center that in the U.K. for... Specifically, veterans orthopedic. Well, I guess I'll put a question out to um, <laughs> Squire, the Earl, and Lady, Lady C's lover. Um, how do you think vets are treated in the UK? Pretty bad. It's not great. I think that veterans and the armed forces don't have the standing in the UK that they have in the US. But that said, recently, the mem. The Minister for Veterans Affairs has been attending Cabinet, which has been seen as a big step in putting Veterans Affairs at the forefront. And Johnny Mercer, who's the MP for Plymouth, Plymouth North maybe, has done a lot to make sure that the government lives up to its commitments under the Armed Forces Covenant and things like that. So it's getting better, but the percentage of homeless people in the UK that have served in the forces at one time or another, is still yeah. really quite high. I, um, you know, when you get on a plane in the US, uh, everybody, you know, if they're a vet, they, they get priority, um, but they also they, they get a, a clap and everybody yeah. genuinely respects that they do. Why don't you think we have that in the UK compared to the US? I think, I think the UK is, is not as militaristic a society the army isn't held or the armed forces aren't necessarily held in the same regard as they are in in the u.s we were watching obviously the super bowl and during chris stapleton's 
brilliant rendition of the national anthem. It randomly cut to the deck of an aircraft carrier, which is not, you know, something that would happen in the UK. And I don't, I, 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 I think there's probably a little bit of being British about it. I'm not sure anyone would want a, uh, a, a, a clap. And yes, yeah, there probably is some, some jingoism. What, what, what's jingoism? It. So jingoism is excessive, or what is perceived as excessive nationalism, which throughout history has often um, reinforced the military's position as a leading light in the country. So if you look at, again, 18th century, 19th century Prussia, everything is done in support of the army or the armed forces. So you said uh, English or British, not militaristic. Would the empire not count as a militaristic? I think you start an interesting debate there about the 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 standing of empire in the British consciousness, and it's maybe something we will come on to talk slightly about later on. But I think people don't people in modern day Britain, by and large, don't really think of the empire as a as a thing. Anymore, and part of that stuff is how it's Unless it's a starship, exactly. The Galactic Empire is very different to the British Empire. Yeah, yeah. We all agree on that. Um, on the, on this point, because I think it's a good one. Um, Germans don't like to talk about the war. Um, famously, <laughs> Forty that, Towers. That, well, I, I don't think anyone likes to talk about. But but is it they they, they and, and on a serious note and. and it's hard. It's, it's always hard not to, to to make gags at every single moment possible doing the podcast. But um, serious note, they're, they're very embarrassed by their history. Do you think there's an embarrassment why the the British military isn't s- s- celebrated as much as a US because they're embarrassed by the um, colonialistic affairs and the the, uh, the empire? Or do you think uh, many people like because and, 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 and Many questions here. We, when we're taught at school, we don't get taught the negative aspect of the British Empire. It's all. Yeah, I think. Which is ode to joy for those of. Oh, brilliant. You got it. Hard of of hearing. Um, I think there's probably a, a couple of points wrapped up in that in terms of, yes, I imagine Germany doesn't like talking about the Second World War. However, they do. Or the First. Which, or the First World War. But they do. Snaps. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas, I, I think... I don't mind Germany. I feel this is a very anti-German affair. I, I like the Merkel Merkels. Germany has a lot to offer the world as the powerhouse of the EU. But that's for a different podcast. Have you seen how big the crowd was in Germany for the king and queen crowd? Like when they went there, it was actually quite like like there was a lot. It was huge. That picture doesn't look. Honey, that was North Korea that you were showing. I imagine there probably is quite. I imagine there probably is still quite an affinity with the British royal family. Plus, plus the status of the British royal family globally is just like, oh, let's go and have a look, check that they're normal people, which they are at the end of the day. Sorry, I, I put you on a different tangent. Um. But going back to yeah, going back to sort of the the, the standing of, of of empire, I I think whereas 
Germany is quite happy to talk about the Second World War in, in terms of it obviously wasn't very nice, but it's something we did. Whereas there's not even the first half of that conversation in the UK about maybe empire wasn't great. It's just not really discussed no, at all. Yeah. Do you think it's time? It's absolutely time, and it, it's it's I'm sure sh- yeah, it's long overdue. I think. I British Empire and what they did to their the colonies that they took under their wing. Britain didn't conquer a third of the world out of the goodness of his own heart. So, no, no, absolutely you know, not. No. Let's uh, let's yeah, be yeah, fairly honest about that. Yeah, let's be ashamed about that. Absolutely. Got any jingles or? <laughs> so I do have some jingles. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. I, I mean. Well, I mean, the, the best jingle. It's, it's not really. It's not. It's not really a jingle, but I, I am. We are going to have this as a mainstay. But uh, wait, I think it needs to start at the beginning. It's just this. This part we'll have. So 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 scandalous. So so. What a bloody good song back in its day. Still is. Yeah, still is. I, there needs to be. That needs to be a, a soundtrack to a. TV shows maybe called Scandalous. I'll send a script into Netflix. Um, all right, <laughs> that maybe when we do a second episode, we'll stay up till one a.m. talking about. We can yeah, we can phone you in. We can bring you both in, all in. We can do a watch party on uh, what was what was Kusak's movie called? And, uh, the, Awakening. the Awakening. We could do a watch party on Amazon. Are you in? How far through are you in there? Um, Duchess, where are we at? So we're at the coronation. How does everyone feel about the coronation? It, it's it's in a month from tomorrow. I'm excited for a day off. I really am. May 6th? Did y'all get your... Did you get invited to the coronation concert? I did. Uh, no, I didn't really. But yes. Invitations just got... Well, I, I, I don't know these people, but I saw that... Yeah, some people Shouldn't got we them. Get one since we're media. We, we're not allowed to because we don't live in the UK. I'm a resident. We're what? media. Yeah. There's a What my understanding is that they've invited all people to the concert or to perform at the concert, and they've turned turned it down. Who's turned it down? Joe Biden. Not that he was going to perform at the concert, but uh, Joe Biden has. Uh, Declined to attend. Ed Sheeran, Adele, but it's been reported. I don't know if these have been confirmed. Well, but Ed Sheeran's team came back and said that they didn't get asked, so we don't know. So Ed Sheeran, Adele, the Spice Girls. I was really oh, sad about well, that one. What about the Three Degrees? As long as they don't wheel out Paul McCartney, I think we'll we'll be we'll be all that right. That was one of the Barons. Um, one Mainstays. One, no, one week because we talked about like who do we think would perform at the concert. That was one of your yeah. Why have they pulled out for whatever the reason? It's the safest thing to do. No, no I think it's. I think they're probably. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, Adele's famously busy in Las oh, Vegas these days. That's it. That is it. That, is it, that they already have bookings. So who do you think will be at the coronation concert? Who would you like to see? Steps. Tom Jones. The band of the Coldstream Guards is a particular favourite of mine. Uh, which you will know from my best man speech. Uh, no reference to that. Should have been there. I wasn't here. We were, we were giving birth. I was holding a leg. I don't think you were doing anything, to be no, fair. I, I held a leg on both babies. Who are the three degrees? They were uh, um, a, a girl in band. Um, like Mystique? In, in no, the no, 70s, no. three degrees, Sheila Ferguson and Prince Charles, they were his favourite girls. But three it, three it, degrees it, south? Or? Wait, what was the song that the Three Degrees would have sung? Uh, when will I see you again? Ooh. When will I see you again? Oh, yeah, I don't know. When will we be we, together? We do have one confirmed artist. Can anyone guess who it is? Stormzy. <laughs> <laughs> I think we might need a clue uh, on that. Um, yeah, give, give us a first. You know who it is. Do I? Oh, yeah. All right, I'll give you a clue. Um. <laughs> He's going to play this song. That's exactly what I was going to do. Um, one, uh, I would say, okay, first one to, to get it uh, gets, gets points. This one? No, um, I, I think, no, this one. This one's my favorite. So That's what I said. Yeah, I, no, 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 that's fine. Okay, first one gets gets points. Club Tropicana, is it? Um, the Beach Boys, no. Lionel Richie. Lionel Richie is the first confirmed act for the coronation. That was a couple months ago, so I'm sure po- there's points more. For the but the one... First public. No, no, we changed it from the cassette. That was uh, sexual. Sensational booking, I might add. But him and King Charles, I think. All nine long. Him and King Charles have always had like a you, close. You can't leave it before getting so It's like one of those things where you just um, you need to end the, that cycle. Well, do you want to sing it again? All nine long. All nine Oh no! You're no Lionel Richie, though. Sorry. Was it, is he Amer- he's American or is he British? He's definitely American. <laughs> I thought he had a. <laughs> Sorry, I thought he might have been his parents. You're looking for. On that the note, there is a great kebab shop in County Leash in the Republic of Ireland that's called Halal. Is it meat <laughs> you're looking for? <laughs> I kid you not, I have driven past it. (laughs) 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 So no Ed Sheeran, no uh, Adele. 
Ed Sheeran's like PR team came back and said they were never asked. So that's yeah, so we don't know. Yeah. Um, but they say, and I don't know if you know this is confirmed through the media. It has. I don't know who. Okay, can uh, take, uh, take that. You, do you know? You know. You want to know who take that is? Do you? Yeah. So they've got Kylie and Danny Minogue, Andrew Lloyd Webber. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But it says that Elton John, Adele, Harry Styles, and the Spice Girls have all declined. I mean, we don't know if any of this is true, but that is what it's been reported. One but we'll have Lionel Richie. So. One month from today. Oh, right. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So the coronation is one month from tomorrow, and then I think the concert is the day after. It's the 7th. So. Where is it? The concert's at Windsor Castle. The, the coronation's at, they go from Buckingham to Westminster. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Are we done? No, no, no. I haven't even gotten into our new coronation news. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, should I should I take this now? Okay, so our new coronation news. Um, so there was a new photo of the king and queen consort that has been officially, I guess, released. That was taken last month in the blue drawing room at Buckingham Palace. They look very nice. A big controversy, at least in the royal community. Um, after the coronation, uh, Camilla's going to go from queen consort to queen Camilla. Any comments there? Which uh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been confirmed. Yeah, yeah. People, I mean, some people are like, "Yes, makes sense." Some people are like, "No, no, should not." Um, okay, so that's and then they're they've also announced their pages of honor for the coronation, and this has some royalty in it. So I'm gonna go with the queen consorts first. It'll be Her Majesty's grandsons. And great-nephew, so nothing exciting there. But the kings will have Prince George, will be one of his pages of honor, and he'll be the youngest um, pay, like future king that will be in this role. But, okay, and this is where the T comes in. So, Baron, listen tight. And I'm going to butcher this name. Another page of honor is Lord Oliver. Uh, Chalmon Delay, and I'm gonna no no ladies Chumley Chumley okay so he is another one he's another one of the pages of honors but the T here is that there's like before like a while ago I don't think it's been recently that Prince William had an affair with I also <laughs> how do you say that Baron. Uh, Marchioness of Charmonley. Yes, so it was rumored that he had an affair with her before. Oliver C. is her son. So people are like, oh, they're shutting down the rumors that he had this affair because he will have a prominent part. His son will. I don't know. Royalty. We don't know if it's true. We don't know if it's not, but good stuff there. Okay. What did Sam Smith say about the, uh, the, the, um, the concert? Sounds I don't know. Going. Are they going? You'll have to give them a phone call. I don't know. Them. I don't know. Them a phone call. <laughs> yes. Okay. 
They've also released their official invitation. You can see it, which has... It's designed by Andrew Jameson, and it features the motif of the green man. Do you guys know who the green man is? Is he from the sweet corn? No, that's the what green I giant. thought. Yeah, so it's an ancient figure from British folklore, well, symbolic yeah. of spring and rebirth to celebrate the new rain. It's also the pub in Harlow where uh, my dad used to work, and my mum. You guys can yes. see him. Yes. You guys can see him right there. That's the new. That's the coronation invitation. There he is. Look at that. And while they're looking at that, so Elizabeth, when Queen Elizabeth became... Would you like to see a ladies? <laughs> yeah, so it also has Her Majesty's Arms, the emblematic flowers of the UK and a British... Wildflower meadow and wildlife are all included in the design, which was all hand-painted in watercolor, which, did you know King Charles is a big watercolorist? I didn't know that before. Did you? No. No. Um, So the last thing I'm just going to add here is when Queen Elizabeth became, when it was her coronation, she made, like, a cute little, here, I'll show you. She made a cute little invitation for, at the time, Prince Charles. So I hope they did it for the Wales children, because I think it's really cute. Okay, last, last event, and then we'll get on to our Royal Dane history. And I'm going to kind of lean on our guests here, because I don't know where this is. But the King and Queen Consort visited Malton, North Yorkshire. Oh, Malton. Yes, Malton is not in North Yorkshire. It's near... It's near Pickering. It, it's yeah. It's to the east of York, near Pickering. That's North Yorkshire. Malton, yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's a little market town. Yeah, yeah. It's it's gone downhill now. It's got really poor Asda. <laughs> Seriously, if you go to the Asda in, in Malton, all you come across is teenage reprobates. Does Prince Andrew go there? Question to Lady C's lover. Um, why do you think that they visited Malton? Really? I, I don't know. You'd, you'd have thought they would have gone to York rather than Malton. Malton's 15 minutes east of York. I, I don't know. It, it is a farming community. That's it. They they might have wanted to go to Eden Camp. Eden Camp. Eden Camp. The Eden Camp World War Two yeah, uh, his, history yeah. museum. Yeah. Just yeah. an idea. I, I I don't think they would have what would have gone to the Asda in Malton. As I said, you know, avoid that place. Is there a works work of Harry at Eden Camp? Prince Harry. No, but when I went to Eden Camp. Oh. Because that that's my name. Cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was making reference to a Prince Harry's. Uh... To the Green Man. The Green Man is is a pagan um, celebration, but it's also a novel by Kingsley Amis. And I, I thought it was green, green, but it's not. It's King. Yeah, and there was a play, and it. Who was the actor? 
Tom Cruise. No, come back to me on this. A sixties British actor, actor who was when they did the kitchen sink dramas. Um, yeah, I'll I'll come back to you on that. Yeah. All right, start start, lady. See, love her. Is is that it? Yes, that is our wrap up of the royal events of the week. Do we? Uh, how are we doing on uh, drink? Uh, full there for Lady C. Um, I'd argue we're doing slightly too well, but Squire, Squire's, uh, Squire's at the third. Um, the Baron's we're only looking. halfway through, so I can only apologise. This might be a long episode. Um, let's do Royal Day in history, and then 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 we'll take a, a break before the main event. Yes, so um, this Royal Dane history is going to be a few <laughs> Royal Day in history. So the first one is purely British, um, and then the next ones, some are British, some are, but... Irish. There's one Irish one. So, um, but the the one that we're going to... So today's April 5th, we are filming... We're, we're not filming. We're never filming. I know, but I always say Unless that. Unless you were Kustark and Prince Andrew. Every time I say filming. Um, we are recording on Wednesday, Wednesday, April 5th. Usually we record on a Friday, but um, special occasions. Um, so in April 5th, 1863, Princess, Princess Victoria of, I'm probably going to butcher this again, Hesse and Byron. Hesse. Princess Victoria of Hesse and Byrhine, um, granddaughter of Queen Victoria. She, she was born on this day at Windsor Castle. Um, her full name is Victoria Alberta Elizabeth Mathilde Marie. Um, but what I want to ask our guests is, do you know who her mother was? Princess Victoria. So she is in the... Some, some woman that couldn't decide on... A reasonable so she there. is in the line of Queen Victoria, if that helps. You have to give a little bit more clue than that. Jesus. She married Prince Louis of Battenberg. April 5th, 1863. So do you know her mother or... Who would be? 1863. Yeah. And then she is also connected to a so British, like, well, she is a British royal family member, but a, uh, what would you say, uh, connected to? Well, I think this is where the incest starts. Not incest, so inbred. No, I guess it's the same. 1839. Eighteen sixty three. Is this Victoria's daughters? She is the granddaughter of Queen Victoria. So do you know either her mother or Do you know her mother or her grandson? Focus on the grandson. 1863, who could be a grandson, uh, a very popular Edward. figure. Is it Edward 
or a George. Don't know. Don't know. Points are available. We we should have the da da da. We need a sound. Yes. So either her daughter or her grandson. Her grand. I mean, I think her daughter's popular because of her grandson is well known because of him. But I mean, she's well known for her own right. I think. But you'll definitely know who her grandson is. We we need like a. Can, can we have I'm a button for this? <laughs> So, by the 1930s, Victoria had become a surrogate mother to her grandson. In, in 1948, Victoria served as a godparent to her great-grandson, who is in the line of monarchs. Is it Winston Churchill? Not quite. Well, I can, I can, I can. <laughs> well, I don't. I think Lady C's lover does not want to. Um, let's see. Um, those are all the things. Be married, Queen Elizabeth. The late Duke of Edinburgh, by any chance? Yes, yeah. Yay. I mean, that was like... Okay, oh. yes. So so her daughter is Princess Alice, whose son is Prince Philip, Duke of Edinburgh. Yeah. That's Lord, 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 Lord Mountbatten. Is that Lord Mountbatten? It was it was it Nehru of India. So Mountbatten was the. So Lord Mountbatten was one of the architects of the partition of India and Pakistan, yeah. and was not particularly fond of having given the job, and told the British government and the relevant authorities that I'm basically going to do this for 12 months and then I'm going to go home. So whatever state it's in after, at that point, that's what it's going to be. But Lord Mountbatten, obviously a very important figure. Is is, is his name as Louis? Is it? Louis? Yep. The French bastard. Well, she had... Yes. Yes. Well, it says she had so two sons. It says she had two sons. Um, Lady C's lover. Can you find out Princess Victoria's children? Well, I'm guessing that's him. We should know from the crown. So, Edwina Mountbatten and Nehru, the Prime Minister of India. Yeah. It says, whether the romance was ever consummated is not known. However, their mutual fondness was evident and caused widespread speculation. A great deal of the historical evidence would suggest it was nothing sexual. It was purely two people who enjoyed each other's company. Lord Mountbatten famously 
very asexual to a certain extent and just enjoyed the company of women rather than it uh, than it than it being a sexual thing. Did he have kids? Yes, I believe he did, but I don't know. The stat man, Lady C's Loverwood, to confirm that for us as to whether Lord Mountbatten had children. But I believe so he if, had two. If boys. we're going on Jurassic Park asexual, you can just create on your own. Yeah, it's like a worm; it just like splits in two. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's how it works. But he wasn't actually asexual. He's not a worm, is he? No. Not particularly bothered by romantic entanglement, Lord Mountbatten, famously. Okay, so uh, the Duchess has brought his name up, which is Louis Francis Albert Victor Nicholas Mountbatten. Again, very, very greedy on the names. He was a good-looking chap. A really good-looking chap. He reminds me a little bit of... Um, Christopher, was it was the guy that played in Lord of the Rings who played Saruman? What was his name? Yeah, Christopher yeah. Lee. Looks like Christopher Lee. Lee. Yeah. yeah, famously blown up by the. Um, well, we'll get to that um, spoiler in a little bit. By uh, November fifth. Oh, sorry. Do we want to continue with our other events? Not all of them are role events, but yeah. okay. So the first one, this is our Irish event of the day. So in 456, St. Patrick returns. Is that how you say it? Is that not how you say it? No, it was just funny. They said 456 as if it was. 456. 456. I I, I don't know how you'd say it either. It's just ridiculous because it's so. so That's way before the U.S. was around, so we don't talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) You've got some bloody snakes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, those are snakes. So. Yeah. So, 456, St. Patrick returns to Ireland as a missionary bishop. Did you know that? I did. Or Irish. Famously a Welshman. Yeah. Leaves Why, d- Why does he have snakes by his feet in this photo? So Do you know? As everyone knows, St. Patrick was is predominantly famous for driving the snakes out of Ireland. And Wait, having what? been... Yeah. Having been in Ireland and having never seen a snake, he did a good job. I can confirm oh, it was a very good job. Into the sea, exactly. St. Patrick is 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 yeah. predominantly famous, other than for bringing Christian Christianity yeah. to Ireland, which was kind of a big deal um, of driving the snakes out of Ireland. And I've never seen a snake in Ireland, so I yeah, think he was probably job. right. Yeah. yeah. By the Romans, yes, Is famous, it? yes, yeah. I believe so. Yeah. So was he Welsh, but brought by the Romans and went over to Ireland. He was fairly un-Irish in his roots, to be fair. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a lot yeah. to be said about that for the Irish who yeah. currently <laughs> spread across the globe. A, a bit so. like the English with Saint George, who was was he a Turk? Saint George. He was from the Byzantine Empire. Yeah, and. Malta and yeah, he's, he's certainly was never in England. Wait, George is a, a, a Turkish name? Well, George was never in St. George was never in England and he never slayed any dragons either. We'd need to double check this, but I'm fairly sure only one of the patron saints of the nations of the United Kingdom was actually 
spawn of their... It's all bullshit. ...nation. It's all bullshit. I think St. Andrew was actually Scottish. I don't think St. David was Welsh, but someone can correct me on that. It's the other way around. Well, how ridiculous is that? Okay, so we have a few more. What? So, James I returns to Scotland in 1424 after 18 years of detention at the English court. I mean, Scotland's part of the unit. Yes. Pivotal figure? 1424. Scottish king. A thousand years later. Um, In 1603, new English king James I, James VI of Scotland depart. Oh, right, so he's... First of England departs Edinburgh for London. So is his ascension. Asce- yes. Uh, the Act of Union. Yeah. Forming England and Scotland into one kingdom. This one, my personal favorite, it brings the U.S. into the mix. In 1621, the Mayflower sails from Plymouth, Massachusetts on a return trip to England. And that's our last one. That's all our royal days in history. All the other ones are. Yeah. Wait, 1621, that's when the the Mayflower returned? I'm surprised it returned. That's insane. So 1620, that's ridiculous to think that it was that long ago. That So that's when kind of globalization really started. And also when you said that St. Paddy was, was 14... 1456. Four, 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 Sorry, 456. Four, four, yeah, 456. How would you say that? As a, yeah, 456? Mm-hmm. How do you say that? What do you mean by globalisation? Just being able to travel. The Circumnavigate. And so did the Vikings. The Vikings were the first non Americans. Yeah. Wait, what did the Vikings do? The Vikings were the first non Well, th- there is a film about that with uh, Carl Urban. And it's a very bad film. Lord of the Rings? No, no, no. But uh, anyway, it's about the Vikings in America. Judge Dredd's well good. Judge Dredd? Yeah. I haven't seen it. No, 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 no. There's a different, there's a diff- there's a different, there's a different film. Um, but how ridiculous is it? So, 456, St. Paddy returns that. And then you jump a thousand years to, who was it, James? So imagine just jumping now a thousand years. Well, we had this conversation yesterday about the Romans in Britain, didn't we? Now, the Romans were here for a few hundred years. And when they left, I mean, they, they brought civilization to the pagans of Britain. They built villas, uh, they had baths, they had underground, underfloor heating and all of that. And was it in the four, four Dark Ages. Well, it wasn't Dark Ages, not not for the, the Romans. I, I mean, after the, after the Romans. They disappeared, and then it became the Dark Ages. And the Romans didn't leave instructions, did they? We, we had this conversation yesterday. The Romans didn't leave instructions for the Brits to carry on because the Romans built roads, they built them straight, 
um, brought civilization. No one took any notes down, did they? They didn't say, all right, what what did the Romans tell us? Did you take the notes down? The no, question. I, I, I can't, they can't read Latin. I, I thought you took the notes. The question is, what did the Romans ever do for us? Well, you were, were we as forgot? as famously asked by yeah. the People's Front of Judea. We forgot, yeah, we forgot, we forgot, and it's like the Romans. They had proper toilets and they had sponges to wipe the bottoms, and after that, someone said. Where did the Romans put the sponges? Well, I don't know. I don't know where they put the sponges. One and of that, the great and that, terms. And that, in led us, that led us in, into the Dark Ages. Sponges. Um, Go to Adrian's wall. No, it is ridiculous, sir. And we're going to take a break right there since we are going on long with this episode. We'll be back next week with part two. We'll see you then.